But whether you're working a career or have your own business, the idea is that we want to challenge and open ourselves up to a new opportunity in whatever way makes sense for us and our business or career goals that we're trying to achieve. It's a great way to reconnect with our career or business goals or to realign them if we discover something new. Hi there, friend, and welcome to Design Your Happiness, where we work to live, not live to work, in the financial gains and well-earned free time of the lives and businesses we've designed have taken the place of those late work nights, stressful all-too-short weekends, and feelings of just getting by. I'm Rebecca Hayes, a corporate girl who recently decided to branch into entrepreneurship, take time to fully enjoy the life I'm living, and most importantly, to grow my impact. Of course, I too have my go-tos who have been doing it for years and have so many insights to share. But I think there's something so powerful about also having someone in your sphere who's far enough up the road they can genuinely turn around and offer you a hand up, but not so far down the road that it feels intimidating or out of touch with where you are now. And that's where Design Your Happiness comes in. So let's work together, you ambitious, aspiring entrepreneurs, to find the confidence, energy, and concrete strategies to build the life and business of your dreams. Are you in? All right, so today we're going to be talking about how to get engaged in your work to boost your career or business goals. And to do that, we're going to talk about what engage means when it comes to your work some minimum requirements, if you will, to get engaged in your work. And then we'll get into some specific examples and ways to peak your engagement in your work. So let's go ahead and dive in. First things first, engaged when it comes to your work can bring up a couple of different definitions, like maybe to establish a meaningful connection with or to attract your interest in your work. And I know it may sound a little weird to think of engagement in such a literal definitional way, but since it's so important to how we perceive and feel about our work, I like to think of engagement or being engaged in our work as simply the desire to do your work well. In my experience, there's something to be said for actually liking or enjoying the work you're doing. Now, you don't have to absolutely love it. It doesn't have to be the thing you're the most passionate about, but you have to find it enjoyable in order to really get engaged in it. It's really not enough just to be good at something, right? Plenty of us have examples of things that we're good at it, But, you know, sooner or later, we just don't like doing it anymore, right? Being good at it may be part of the reason that you enjoy it, but it's definitely not the only reason. There has to be something else there in my experience. So it's good to start here as a sort of baseline for your engagement. You know, do you like or enjoy on some level the work you're doing currently? Maybe take a step back and ask the same question about the industry or the niche that you're in. 
more broadly, you know, how do you feel about the area you're working in, the impact you're making, the people you're working with, and just sort of get a sense of how you actually feel about it. Do you think you're currently engaged in the work you're doing? And if you genuinely don't like what you're doing, the job or even the industry or niche, then it may be time to look for something different before you start trying to up your engagement because you may find that that's a uphill battle. And if you really don't know or aren't quite sure if you do or don't enjoy what you're currently doing, or maybe you don't know what you would enjoy doing instead, perfect timing, am I right? So the first thing that you can do, and like I said, this works for really anybody, even if you're still exploring, is simply to try new things. And I know that that's kind of a catch-all, but I like to start off with it because for some of us, that sparks an initial idea. There's something that we've been wanting to try, and we have either been putting it off because we don't have the time or because we've been telling ourselves it doesn't matter, that we need to focus on other things, something maybe that's quote-unquote more important or more beneficial. And so for those of you who something just popped into your mind where you were like, I have been wanting to try something in some area related or unrelated to what you're doing currently, here's your sign or your permission or whatever it is you're looking for to go out there and try that thing in whatever capacity makes sense for you. This could go in so many different directions. It could be expanding your network, meeting new people, taking note of the type of you know people or work or topics or areas that you enjoy talking about or working in. Even hobbies and things could be clues into what might make the most sense for you, what you might be more engaged or inspired or desire to do next. If you're kind of searching and trying to figure out what your minimum requirements for getting engaged at work are, is to take some time to unplug and recharge. You will never be engaged in anything for very long if it's all you're doing or thinking about, right? If it occupies all of your brain space, all of your time and energy, you're going to burn out really quickly. Often equates to how long you work or hours worked. But that's not always true. Working less around the clock can actually give us a fresh perspective, an opportunity to learn something in a different area, or see how an opportunity or an idea could be transferable to something new. And we can't do that if we're always doing the same thing, always stressed, always working in the same areas, doing the same things that we've always done. A lot of people don't like networking. It gets a really bad reputation. And, you know, sometimes those stuffy old ideas about networking are just boring. It can feel really forced. You know, small talk is awkward. And, I mean, we could all probably give a reason why we don't enjoy networking. But the fact is that careers and businesses are built on relationships. And no, I'm not talking about the romantic kind. It's just a reality that people make the decisions behind businesses, behind our careers, even our customers, our people first. And they are what make us successful in whatever we decide to do. 
I mean, we've all heard the phrase, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that is where networking comes in. And so I'm not saying that you have to do all those awkward mixers and go to every like team event. But if you're feeling really unengaged and uninspired and you're trying to figure out what you want to do or how to get more engaged, then you need to look for opportunities and be very strategic about who you choose to network and how you choose to network. We're not trying to make this your second full-time job. And while striking up a conversation with anyone could be beneficial, I think we can all agree that we have a limited time and energy. So let's make the most out of our networking. And to do that, you want to look for people in positions that you want to get to, people who are a little bit ahead of you, or maybe in a different area or field you'd like to explore, and reach out to them. See if you can't jump on a call, go out for coffee, whatever makes sense. And do your best to not make it one-sided. It's not all about you, even though you're the ones initiating the networking. So try to pick a topic of interest that's interesting to both of you. If you know that they're working in a specific area, go and talk about that, but do a little research beforehand and try to carry on a very, and have a good solid conversation, an educated conversation that benefits both of you. And don't underestimate yourself. Even if it's an area you don't know a lot about, you can do a little research. And oftentimes people who are in positions ahead of you still like to know and understand things from the perspective of somebody who's not quite there yet, right? It's very educational even for them to understand what you don't know or how you're thinking about things. And so keep that in mind as you're setting the meeting or reaching out to them. And then also as you go and actually talk to them or maybe this is an ideation or testing phase if you're running your own business, right? You're gonna pivot and try something new. But the goal is if you're in a career where you're working for someone else, in this case, you want to be thinking about things in your future. What do you want to do next? And then you want to match tasks with that. So you wanna look at the tasks that go beyond or are different from what your normal everyday responsibilities are currently. And if you are sitting here like, I already have too much on my plate, you can go and listen to some of my other episodes on time management and reclaiming your time to figure out how you can make it work for you on both ends so that you're getting your work done more efficiently and also are able to kind of branch into this other area or take on some work that's more meaningful or impactful to you. We want you to be able to make the space to explore your interests without overworking yourself. And then if you run your own business, once you clear your space in your schedule, as we think about how to get more engaged in our work, what are some new or different areas that you could focus on that may be a little exciting that may be a little exciting or terrifying. Something that is going to change things up a little bit. Or maybe make a big impact in your business. So again, maybe that's testing something new. A new product, a new idea, some new marketing strategies. Maybe it's branching into a different area if it makes sense for your business. But whether you're working a career or have your own business. The idea is that we wanna challenge and open ourselves up to a new opportunity 
in whatever way makes sense for us and our business or career goals that we're trying to achieve. It's a great way to reconnect with our career or business goals or to realign them if we discover something new. And last but not least, another way we can get engaged at work is by learning new skills. Now, some of us have continuing development or learning or education, whatever you want to call it, built into our career paths. But whether we do, or even if we don't, we want to make the most of it. So whether that's online training, something more interactive, maybe having a mentor, whatever's going to make the most sense for what phase you're in and the career or business goals you're trying to achieve. But we want to be very specific and strategic about the goals and skills we're trying to better. Okay, because again, we have limited time and energy. And so we want to pick the skills that are going to help us level up, that are going to help us in the future on the path that we want to be on. We don't want to waste our time learning all of these different skills and all of these different areas that we're never really going to use. And this can be a common problem if your training or development is built into your career path because it's a checkbox for you, right? You know that you have to do it. And so sometimes because we know that we have to do it, we don't take the same pride in the opportunity to pursue these skills and to make them align with what it is that we actually want to accomplish. And so as we go forward and start learning, we want to keep in mind the specific purpose of upgrading our skills and our knowledge in the area that we want to pursue that's in line with our business or career goals. And that could be hard skills or soft skills. And just to explain that a bit further, hard skills might be something around data or Excel or PowerPoint, whatever makes sense in the work that you're doing, whatever you're working with most frequently. Or it could be soft skills, more related to communication, relationship building, leadership skills. And there are times and places in our careers and our businesses when one may make more sense than the other, when you need to refine your hard skills or you really need to invest in your soft skills. And so figuring out what you need to do, when, and then putting the time and energy behind, behind it to follow through is what we're talking about here. Because the better we get at something, right, the more, the less resistant we are to putting in the time and energy to do those things. And then, lo and behold, you'll find that you want to do your job more and sometimes better. And that is what we call engagement, remember? And this applies if you're a business owner or if you're working in your career, right? So just if you, just because you own your own business doesn't mean you're off the hook. You might just have to work a little harder to find the areas that you need to develop in and maybe even how you're going to develop those skills. But it also gives you a lot more freedom to choose which direction you're going in, what skills you're going to pursue, and how you want to do it. So for example, maybe, you know, for the next so many weeks, you're going to focus on your marketing skills, really refining them, both learning more about marketing and people and how they react to messages, and also then implementing those skills that you've learned, right, and changing your marketing messaging. And then, you know, if you are a solo entrepreneur, 
then there's a lot more areas you could probably develop in. But I would encourage you to stick to the ones that are going to be the most impactful to you right now, more immediately, because you as a solopreneur have much more limited time and energy. And then if you have a team, people who you can delegate to, you can look across the board, take that step back, look at the bigger picture. What skills are missing? Where are there gaps in your business that you need to either find a person or develop some skills among your team or yourself to fill in that gap? Those are all great ways to think about how you might upskill or do additional training or where you might need to look for some learning or educational materials. So we're all trying to achieve our goals, career or business, but there's a lot of choice that's left up to you and what you want to pursue. The only thing that we need to keep in mind is to upskill ourselves to better support us in our career goals or to better serve us in our companies if you're a business owner. And now that we've gone through some ways that we can get more engaged at work, I want to say that there isn't necessarily one right way to go about it. It really does depend on you and your career or business goals. What do you want to accomplish? And how do you want to go about accomplishing it? Your answers to those questions will depend on your own life experiences, the skills, interests, and areas you've already developed, or the ones that you want to grow in. And while we don't control everything about being engaged at work, there are definitely things beyond our control that can affect our mindset and our feelings towards work. But there are also some things, like what we've talked about today, that can help us reclaim at least some of that control and shift our own mindsets about our work. And if you know me by now, you know that I am all about living in the spaces where we can change our own fates, our own lives, our own careers, our own businesses to better suit ourselves. And I'm all too happy to let go of the things that, well, let's be honest, we can't quite control. So I hope this helps you out as you start thinking about how to get more engaged at work, whether that's in your career or with your own business. And of course, as always, feel free to reach out to me with any questions or if you just want to get connected, I'm always happy to have a chat with someone who is interested in talking to a like-minded, ambitious person. So feel free to reach out, send an email, and I'll leave that below. And I think that's it for today. So I hope you take some time to figure out what you could try to help you at least explore, if not start to spark that interest and get you more engaged in the work that you're doing. All right, until next time, keep designing your happiness. Hey there, friend. We've made it to the end of another Design Your Happiness episode. And if you're loving what you're hearing and you know someone else who would benefit from hearing it too, please share this episode with them. I can't tell you how much it would mean to me to support even more ambitious, aspiring entrepreneurs like yourself. So send them a text or a quick email with the link, and let's help even more people build the lives and businesses they've been dreaming about. All right, I'll see you next time. Until then, keep designing your happiness.